It's the same message. We left six already. Seven. That part about the government? Is she involved in this somehow? It's weird. I don't know. What? I just... I don't know. I feel like I should call someone, but I have no idea who to call. I feel like I'm going crazy. How is this real? It's like a dream within a dream. Inception. What? Never mind. It's not a dream. You've had a dream before when you didn't know it was a dream until you woke up. Yeah. So maybe this is I'm one, I'm sure it's two? not a dream. You just said that there have been dreams you where you didn't you know. You look like yourself. In your dreams, I don't look like me? No. Never? Never. Who do I look like? I don't know. No one in particular. Maybe not even the same person from dream to dream. Then how do you know it's me? The vibe. The vibe. Sometimes it'll be the particulars, like we live together in this apartment, or experiences that are unique to us. Even if we don't talk about them, I'm aware of them in the dream. That doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense. If I were blind, I would still know you by your voice, by your smell. If I read a gram you sent, I can tell what kind of mood you're in. If someone else had sent it, I think I'd know because you've established a voice. And it echoes through me, even if you aren't speaking. I'm glad I communicated that so well. But why is it never my face? I have no idea. Do you not like my face? I'm shallow, Ron. If I didn't like your face, your embarrassing, flawless face, I'd have left you alone a long time ago. Why is it embarrassing? The wealth of it. It's just so ostentatious. Like, save something for the rest of us. <laughs> Greedy. I'm scared. I know. Let's cure again. Okay. You have reached Dr. Miranda Estrom, clinical counselor and the director of the Pathways Initiative. Participants, please tell me how I can be of service after saying the word participant. If you would like to consider me for speaking engagements, please leave your information after saying the word speaker. For all others, please leave any pertinent details concerning your query at any time. Thank you and... Oh. If you are a member of the government seeking a private consultation, please be advised that I am not taking clients of this type at this time. Be well, your faithful servant, Dr. Miranda Estrom. Participant, Dr. Estrom, this is Randy and Shane again. We're hoping that you are okay. We're not okay. We thought, we think. Shane's brother is missing and now you've missed our appointment and we don't know what's happening or what we should do. Could you please just let us know that you're okay and please get back to us? Thank you. Be well. Seven messages. Eight. I don't know, Ron. Maybe we should... Let's read the next letter. No? Nothing's changed. If anything, it makes more sense now to be as overtly public as we can be about what we think is happening. Not yet. I'm still waiting on one more thing to go through. We should walk softly, but be prepared. What's this one thing going to change? Nothing, probably, but if we have it, then it's definitely a better place to be in. And since we don't, we should keep doing what we're doing and see what happens. 
Okay. It's another one from your dad. Every letter I read, the sound of his voice gets stronger and stronger in my head. He's with you. Read. Read. There were a couple of nurses who stood in the crosswalk at an intersection in protest of the protesters. It started out sounding like something really confrontational. Mass nurses staring down bare-faced, gun-toting patriots like doomed students at Tiananmen Square. The reality was less dramatic. At red lights, they would stand silent, arms crossed, as reminders to the signs and flags of what frontline soldiers look like in the land of COVID. Scrubs and gloves serving as the combat uniform of a nation under siege. Not just from a breeding virus. The fact that this isn't happening anywhere else is telling. In Israel, there are protests going on against their prime minister, and the allegations of corruption, leveled at him by his own government, as three elections have failed to unseat him and bring stability to a nation that has never known any lasting peace. And yet they did so in increments of six feet, with a soldier's discipline. Here? Here it's mobs pretending at militia. Science deniers calling upon biblical impetus for helping the pathogen spread into their homes and communities. These nurses weren't hurling Molotov cocktails or climbing stage soapboxes. They didn't need to. Helen has been really withdrawn this weekend, more so than usual. I overheard her arguing with Roderick. We all heard. The kids were sleeping next door, but the walls are too porous to absorb all that rage. He called me a little bit after the fight. I figured he would. We didn't talk much about what he knew I must have heard. It's not like any of us go anywhere. Mostly we talked about what we'd seen lately. When he gets enough sleep, which is never, and has some time to himself, which are scattered minutes cobbled out of pure human need, he streams shows or movies in increments. It took him a week to finish an episode of Westworld. He still understood it better than I did. He mentioned something else, though, that was so him, so glass half full when all you've got is used solo cups. He told me that all of the animal shelters in Atlanta were empty. At first, I thought he meant that there was some mass euthanization project due to a shortage of workers or supply chain issues with food. It wasn't that at all. People in all of their need for companionship and love had gone out and offered their homes to every animal in the city at a time when most of us don't know where our next dollar is coming from. Now, truthfully... I've always had a bit of resentment to the PETA crowd. Prioritizing so many resources to animals when people all over the world are starving or worse it has always smacked of at best warped sensibilities and at worst the type of racism that exists in the best of places. Maybe because he was the messenger and he'd seen so much and felt so much from hearing about this. Maybe because I knew he needed to hear something in me he wasn't finding in the places he called home. But I found myself genuinely affected and happy to know that somewhere in America people weren't being cruel or ignorant. Maybe the nurses and the dogs and cats are the real world and the rabbit protesters are a malignant outlier. I think he heard the hope of my voice and took it as a mirror. I don't think it was an honest reflection, but I hope it was a lifeline.
That's why we moved to Atlanta. You remember that? Wait. Yes, but when did that conversation happen? My dad told us about the pets, and we thought that meant that it was a place where kind people thrived. So I said I wanted to live here, and you said you'd come with me. I think... Do you remember that? I'm not sure. Did we talk about it after? When you were living with Jude? Probably. I think maybe we did. Then maybe that's what I'm remembering. Was there anything about your dad that sounded familiar? Do you remember that fight? I don't. Do you? Yeah, I remember it. Was it as bad as your dad described? Worse. It was... Worse. Right? I really don't remember. I know. Um, It's not that. I just want to say, if you want to stop, I won't take it to mean that you aren't committed to this. To us. With everything that's going on, I just... I would understand if you wanted to take a step back. No. Um, why do you look like that? I, I just know what's coming. Do you want to tell me? One of the things that I thought might have put you here is on its way. And if you're not ready, I would understand. I don't know if I'm ready. What should I be preparing for? I'm pretty sure one of the next letters will be your dad's.